We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. Good morning, Brian. How do you do? I am fine, young man. How are you? I'm good. Like usual, landfill, boys just casually holding it down in the Navy Yard studios. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's day, what we do when JP finally day, comes in. Day after day, week after week. When JP finally week. shows up. That's how we do it. Yeah. Um, a very cool article today in the Washington Post by Barry Sverluga, um, pointing out why my friend co-host, big brother, Brian Mitchell, needs to be in the Hall of Fame. It is a wrong that needs to be righted. I love seeing the Post get in there because uh, ask Dan Snyder. Washington Post can carry a lot of weight, man. Yeah. And and, and I think it's accurate and well-deserved. And when you get quotes from coaches like Joe Gibbs and Andy Reid, um, hopefully it'll matter, B. And What's remarkable is you didn't know about it till the junkies started talking about it this morning. I right? didn't even know about it when they were talking about it. I walked in and I saw EB. I was coming from, I just walked out the door and he came in to give me some dap. <laughs> I was like, what are you giving a dap about? Then he started talking about what they had been doing for the last hour. And I saw the title, but I never read a word of the article yet. I, because you know, I'm, if I'm I had to guess, I, you probably won't. It feels strange to be sitting up there reading when someone is talking about you. About you. But I think people do. I know people always say, I don't care what nobody thinks. Now, you actually do care what people think. It's just I feel a little weird when I'm reading about myself. I get that. So. I get that. Um, to make sure you, your family all saw it, I, I sent it to your daughter, Bria. You cheating. Uh, um, and I might send it to Monica, too, if Bria doesn't respond soon. But I just, it's, it's very cool. Where are you sending it to? Uh, I. DM with Bria on Instagram. Oh. Or have before. Oh, she'll see it. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> um, how was your evening, dude? What'd you do? I went home and... Uh, took a nap. I talked to you at some point. You are like, oh, I just woke up from a nap. Yeah, I did take a nap. I, I had done like two days for like three days in a row, and it did catch up with me. And uh, I took a nap. You're an old man, dude. Take up, it easy ate, with the two days. And then I was right back on the thing this morning at f- but 5, 30, 6 o'clock this morning again. What'd you do this morning? Just did a, two, three little walks. I did the, not. The I, walks were a little faster than I guess some people would be running. <laughs> I believe it. It hurt too. Um, for me, I twice this week had visions of waking up at five to go to work out with my boy Papa, and I did not do it either time. Uh, after the Super Bowl is when I'm gonna get my s together, landfill. Book you know, it. you know why I was doing two days. So you look swollen. No, I was like, I said, I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna do two days and all because I'm really into it now. But I know we're not gonna be doing much walking on the on the golf course. Probably, probably not you know, a ton of golf course true exercise. If we go somewhere, but I don't know if I'm just gonna jump. I'm gonna bring something just in case the house that house has some stuff in it. I could see us like 
playing horse. If they happen to have a workout room at the house, I will see myself doing that. Yeah, I could do that. But if it's not, I'm not going to look for somewhere to go. So I was trying to get two workouts in per day to make sure I could take care of next week. I did play paddle last night. Um, and did you win? No. Don't worry about it. When you took that long nap, I know you didn't. <laughs> I did not. Um, I, had a, I had a new partner last night who I really enjoyed playing with. Um my boy Jack, and this is a young fella. This, like, this would be, imagine like a rookie. You know when Doc Walker always likes to tell the story of uh, the old bull and the young bull and all that? Mm-hmm. Well, my guy Jack is a young bull and just wants to run around the entire court. So we had a really good match. I lost again to Danny Harbison. Danny Harbison is just kicking my you gotta, ass You got to find a way to, to, to get Danny off, off you know. Get him, get his focus messed well, up. Tim and his brother-in-law. I've lost to them twice well, this week. Both, hey, both of them. Yeah. Find a way. I, I Dude, last night was a, a re, my game start returning to me. I don't know what happened. It left for a while, but it's kind of coming back. I just couldn't return a serve last night. Um, But my boy, my boy Jack last night, Jack Magruder was all over the place. He's probably like 6'4", young, 22, 23-year-old out of college. Uh-huh. It's great playing with a dude like that because he just gets to everything. So, and, so you're, we you're we not worn for, out today, then? Is what you're trying to tell me? I, no, it it was a long it was a long match, and there were a lot of like really really tight points that just go back and forth for a while. But uh, I listen. If anybody's listening, I'll play with Jack Magruder every day. <laughs> my man gets to everything. Let's uh, <laughs> let's my old bones chill out. Um, Landville, I I. I I love reading Landfill's description of our minute by minute, block by block, what we're going to discuss on the program. Um, do you know what Landfill wrote for 10 a.m.? <laughs> I, I think you're right, Landy. I, I just looked at it, yeah. Is this the wor- worst sports weekend of the year? It might be, dude. There is not a lot going on. Um, not a lot. Not a lot that we, we, we are super concerned about. Dude, they... <laughs> They had some version of the Pro Bowl last night. Is there another version of the Pro Bowl coming this weekend? Like the game, the actual when they were playing football? I don't think they're playing football. No, no. they're not playing football at the Pro Bowl. It's another group of games on Sunday. No, nah, I'm not watching that. I heard Terry McLaurin caught a water balloon or something I, like that. I've seen it on Instagram, and there's there's some debate. I mean you got soft hands? Have you seen it? No. Uh, you should. I, hold on, we're going to do a live review. It's going to be hard for me to sit I there. watched it. I, I, I did not watch when they were out there playing football. You think I'm going to watch when they're playing but tag and stuff like there's that? There's a good debate here because people need to know Terry McLaurin, what do we call it, Pro Bowl? If it was a catch or a drop of a water balloon, Brian, okay. it, it was incredibly close. It was a catch. I think it was a catch also. I watched it. It was a catch. Uh, I think it was a catch, but there are haters, Jeff. There are yeah. haters in the world. A.K.A. Cowboys fans, because <laughs> none of their receivers were there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> All right, B, catch or drop. I'm stunned with the amount of Instagram you consume that you haven't seen this yet. All right, everybody that hasn't seen it, the commanders and the NFL shared this. Terry McLaurin in the water balloon contest dove for a water balloon um, Jeff and I say catch. Landville, have you seen it? Uh, not yet. 
All right, so B's going to watch it live on air. You ready? Put your phone down. Take my phone. Catch or drop, B. He caught that. He caught that. The water balloon did hit the ground. Well, but you know what? It touched the ground, but he has the other side already in his hands, and it doesn't move at all. So if I catch the football and I have control of it, and the one part touches the ground and the ball doesn't move, it's a reception. That balloon, if he if he has it in control in his hand, he damn sure is holding it because it didn't fall out of his hand. Or pop. Or pop, yeah. So exactly. 100% catch. If you're hating on it, shut up. You're just a hater. Yeah, um, 100% hater. For Landfill's bigger question, though, is this the Worst sports weekend of the year. Yes. Considering we're debating. Well, no, no, no. Because I'm watching, I'm watching, what's called this weekend? Pebble Beach. Let's say NCAA basketball is on this weekend, too. Are there no, but good games say, this weekend? I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch Pebble Beach. But let's just say it is the worst weekend until, because like, until Super Bowl is over, we are football minded completely. This is the first weekend where you know there's no football. So, over. so. In essence, Landfield's 100% right because we probably talk more football than any show in this town. Talk a lot of football. So when we don't have any football going on, it's a bad weekend. There's a realization now, that we're going to have I to like start. Personally, I like golf. Right. You know, but, I'm, but I got to consume a lot of brown. I really like that. So, <laughs> um, I don't think it's the worst football weekend of the year, worst sports weekend of the year because remember what it's like in July. When there's baseball. Well, it's the worst else. sports weekend thus far. <laughs> July sure. is coming. This is here now. Landfill, ballpark. You knocked it out. There is some good college hoops. And if I'm at once weekend parlay picks, I'll give, I'll give you mine right now. Indiana at home tomorrow against Purdue. I like that. I don't even know what the spread is, but I bet they're getting a bunch of points. I like the Hoosiers coming off the loss rivalry game in their building. Um... I mean, you want me to run down the, the good college hoops games this weekend? Because I can do it. I'm prepared. Uh, Indiana-Purdue is a big one tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Bama going to LSU. Dude, the, <laughs> the the fact that Bama and Houston are like two of the top five basketball teams in the country feels like a 80s football game. Uh, UVA is going to Blacksburg. That could be a, a, a pretty good setup for the Hokies. I'd like that. Kansas going to Iowa State, Auburn playing Tennessee, Miami playing Clemson. Landfield might be right. This may be the worst sports weekend of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzaga just lost. They play St. Mary's. Uh, where? What? Jeff, look up the Terps hoop schedule. Georgetown's playing UConn tomorrow at Cap One. I fear that could be a thrashing. Auburn and TCU should be good. TCU's playing Oklahoma State. I'm in my bad. Not TCU. Tennessee. Landfill. Don't listen to Jeff. Can you run the audio back? Because I just <laughs> said that game. Don't oh, listen my bad. to Jeff. I was, I was looking for the Terps, though. Don't my listen bad. to Jeff. <laughs> Jeff already told you when he get money involved, he, he's bad. So, <laughs> this isn't even for money. Yeah, this, no, this is just conversation. He can't tell you the... <laughs> uh, dude, waking up this morning, I had to drive Shelby to school, and then I walked the dog. It is cold as hell outside. You know what? 
Explain that that statement you just made. Uh, I, I've been hearing people it, it say it forever. It's cold as the mountains. <laughs> Whatever. It's just as, that's it, an oxymoron, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, but it's just yeah. a term. Like who no, cares? I know, but I just every time I hear it, I go, "Wow, bro, the hell was hot." Did you see Cameron last night tweeted out the uh, his like you know next seven day outlook? Apparently, this weekend's gonna be freezing, but then it warms back up next week. Yeah, have fun with this. Yeah, we'll be we'll be chilling. Uh, we'll be chilling. I want to talk about something that could prove quite relevant to the commanders in their offensive coordinator search. Uh, yesterday, I believe, Ian Rappaport was on with Pat McAfee, and I only saw this via Ethan Cadu, Ethan Cadeau's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rapp said, you know, the commanders are still very much in line for Eric Bieniemy." And when Rap talks about the commanders, you should definitely listen. That's, mm-hmm, that's the advice. Because he normally knows what he's talking that's the about. the advice I can give you. And the conversation for a while now has been that Jets, Titans, Ravens, commanders in line for interviews with the enemy, right? Well, Jets gone. Well, the Jets are gone. And I just saw this this morning. Um... Mike Garofolo, the Ravens are interviewing Georgia offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach Todd Munkin a second time today, sources say. Munkin is one of a handful of OC candidates to get a second interview in Baltimore. He's also interviewed with the Bucks. Okay. All right. Second interview is a big deal. They're calling mm-hmm. you back for another one. Oh, yeah. Rappaport says Seahawks quarterback coach Dave Canales is slated for a second interview with the Ravens for their vacant OC job on Monday. Canales, who impressed with his work with Geno Smith this year, joins Todd Munkin and others as finalists. Hmm. So the Ravens are now conducting second interviews with two other offense coordinator candidates. Hmm. The commanders, to our knowledge, have conducted no second interviews with any of... Are Are they waiting... To feel because they feel they got a better in with said EB. Not Ernest Biner, Eric B. Enemy. I mean, maybe. Or they don't want a second. I, I think there's a lot of factors at play. They don't want a second interview because they don't want to put anything out there having people thinking that something else is uh, moving forward. I, I think it's a little simpler, honestly. I think for the commanders. Ron would be comfortable hiring Pat Shermer. He knows nobody else is going after Pat Shermer, so he's kind of got that in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. And I think they want to wait and talk to the enemy, and then depending what happens there, I think Anthony Lynn could be a real target. Um, but I think it's like, all right, we're going to wait, see what happens with the enemy. If we can get him, cool. If he goes somewhere else, maybe we can go to Anthony Lynn, or maybe... Maybe we just hire Shermer. Well, they got that in their back pocket. So, I I think for all of the like concern over the lack of an offense coordinator right now, I, I think Ron actually has a plan on this one. And mm-hmm. but that plan may not be something that's going to make a lot of people happy. What if the plan is try to get the enemy if we can't? This is Ron. I'm trying to get the enemy. If we can't get him, I'm going to try to get Lynn. 
Can't get him. I got Shermer. I think people would be okay with that plan. It does some people, sound some like, people are not excited about Shermer. Totally. But whether, if he's whether their fair third or choice, unfair, they're not they're not Yeah, but the thing about it is when you go interview a guy early and you bring him in and then you say, Oh, we're gonna go look at the other guys, and if you end up with him, people have seen how things have transpired already. We seem to always end up with the second or third choice. Which in other words, people's mindset now is that we can't get the first choice. True. I, but I think most Commanders fans kind of know they're not getting their first choice. How'd it go? How'd it go when they wanted Matt Stafford a couple of years ago? How'd it go with Russ Wilson last year? Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, I think this plan, they've had a lot of bad plans, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't get Matt Stafford, you're laying with Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was a bad plan. Couldn't get Russ Wilson, you end up trading for Carson Wentz. Probably unnecessarily. That was a bad plan. Mm-hmm. I think of all the bad plans, this one's pretty good. You're going to try to get a guy that you believe you have a relationship with, you believe you have a real chance to land. If you can't get him, there's another guy that looks pretty good. And then if you can't get him, you land on a guy that's got plenty of experience and comfort comfortability with the staff. Okay. Landing with Shermer, I think, would be the least. I, I agree with you. I, I think it's the least sexy option. But if it seems like, I, I just, of all the things we kill them for, this isn't going to be one of them for me. If they land on Shermer, but they get an interview with enemy and then he takes the Titans job or something, mm-hmm. would you blast them for it? I can't blast them for somebody making a decision, but once the season starts, they better hope that the success comes because I think the blasting will come then. Sure. From multiple people. Right. Uh, it, all right, here's what I want to do. We're going to talk. The commanders have a need at quarterback, unless you're ready to go all in on Sam Howell, which I can't imagine that many people are. I'm sure some are. I think I think that is the path forward this year, but I'm not sure it is necessarily ideal. Let's talk about what teams are the most QB needy. At 1045, I may have a a candidate for worst take of the year. (laughs) I'm telling you. Ike Dog, you're making the show, buddy. Um, 11 o'clock, PFT commenter. Noon, Barry Sreluga, Washington Post. Great column about why B should be in the Hall of Fame. He will join the program. 130, Sam Fortier, calling from Mobile, who's been watching kids work out all week. 1 o'clock, ask B. Mitch anything. Going to be a fun day. Don't go anywhere. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want the world to know that currently three out of four members of the program are singing and dancing. I am the only one not singing and dancing. You can't do either. So, I mean, what the hell? I can dance. Uh, You're the only one on the show without a rhythm. Hey, hey, I will say this. The next time I see you dancing, I will put that on tape. I'm going viral with that.
Landfill is an elite. I, I will say this about Landfill. He's an elite chair dancer. Would you say that's fair? Oh, yeah. Landfill, Landfill in the Landfill, chair. Landfill got the chair move. dance down, bro. He grooving <laughs> hey, like yo. hell, man. <laughs> now, four of four are singing. <laughs> it's, hard not to, it's hard not to sing along when, you, when that song is on. Uh, the Ringer yesterday dropped their first, I believe, The Ringer does an incredible job with their draft guide every year. And I, I, visually, it's one of like the coolest products out there. And frankly, I'm kind of stunned that it's free because it's so in-depth. And they drop it over time. Um, but they did put out their mock draft. Mm-hmm. And I know we do mock drafts on Wednesdays, Landfill. But I did just want to point this one out because they didn't have a ton of trades and all the wacky stuff we kind of see. Um, the Ringer, I like this pick because I think this kid is an athletic stud. The Ringer at 16 has the commanders taking Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. Um, they wrote, the commanders could go in any number of directions in this spot, but opt for a highly versatile playmaker in Branch. The former Crimson Tide star can line up all over the defense and is a factor in coverage and against the run. He's an explosive blitzer, too. Just want to throw something out there. Throw it out there. If they draft a first-round safety, mm-hmm. how's that going to go with Cam Curl's contract extension? Are they trying to draft the first-round safety so they don't have to worry about that type of deal? Well, I are, just, are they trying to let us know what's the future plans with one Mr. Curl? I, I don't know. Um I just I think it's pretty interesting. We saw last year they drafted. See, this is why I they saw we saw last year they drafted Fenary Mathis and what seemed like a pretty clear plan to have a replacement for Deron Payne. But then he got hurt. He got but hurt. See, the thing and for Payne me is like out. that's why I don't get overly amped up about reports over the over the offseason because the mere fact that we would by putting that out there, you automatically assume, oh, man, well, you start thinking, we start speculating that, man, they may be trying to move away from Cam Curl. And that may not be the case, you know? And then all of a sudden they go draft somebody else completely in another position. I just think that. Right. I, I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Curl had a tweet the other day, which I thought was pretty funny. He said, it, was, it said simply... I want to read it so I don't mess it up. This is You say I'm simply the best. No, January 31st at 12:04 p.m. So about noon on Monday? Mm-hmm. Tuesday? He just texted, he tweeted out, "Get up out my pockets." Cuz he probably hear everybody discussing about how much he's supposed to make and what he should make, should not going to make this that and the other and uh yeah, I don't blame him. He is a smart, smart. Because a lot of folks kid. are in his pockets right now. Yeah, and that's got people be he annoying. hasn't even talked to yet. Yeah, he don't even know. When they meet you, they're gonna know how much you're supposed to be making, brother, or how much you're gonna make. Believe me. Well, and it's got to be annoying to hear so much about your pending contract. Yeah, it's the business we're in, though. I mean, I mean, I will say this: the love and joy we have for this game, and the passion we have for it, and what we get out of it. 
based off of what you put into it. I think uh, I don't. I can I can deal with people discussing what my future may be. If that's one of the knocks you have to deal with, cool. I'll take that. I think. I mean, what do we think a curl extension looks like? Well, what the top safeties are making. I'll pull it up. Anywhere from 9 to 13, 14? Uh, I mean, who do we think is the top safety? I think Derwin James just got paid. Derwin James, what did Minka he get? Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he and Minka are two of the tops, I would say. Yeah, I think Jamal Adams got paid and then kind of. Then they turned him into a linebacker. So, Derwin James just got paid. He's 27. He's averaging 19 a year. Okay. Now, not that the guarantees don't tend to be as high. Um, Megan Fitzpatrick is in the second, I want to say the second year of his deal, making 18 a year, but only two. Here's the thing. With these safeties, it's less guaranteed money. It seems like they're signing four-year deals, but only getting two years guaranteed. So and I like Cam a lot. Two years, thirty something million, or less. Well, so he's got one year left on his deal. Cam does. Right. So you got to remember that it's going to be a. It's going to be an extension if you're trying to get it done now. the The franchise tag for safeties is fourteen. That's what I'm saying. So he's going to get somewhere in the neighborhood. He's going to re- eleven to twelve or higher. The fifth to 16. Do they want to pay that? Well, here's the thing. When we talk about Deron Payne, he's going to be a free agent. Yeah. So he would get paid now. You'd have to cut the check now. With Payne. With Curl. uh, Yes, with Curl, rather. Similarly to the Terry McLaurin situation. The money gets pushed off. So that the current owners may be more interested in getting an extension done because they're not going to have to pay it. And Curl is making, I mean, truly, in in the world of the NFL, he's not in his neighborhood yet. Next to nothing. Yeah. Now the the good thing he's playing like Beverly Hills, but he's living in Compton, Baldwin Hills. Yeah. There you go. Um, The good part for rookies that make it to the fourth year of their rookie deal is that their salary triples. So this year he'll make some decent money. And again, this isn't for regular people. This isn't for me and Jeff and the accountant down the block and the But they understand. The they should understand. If they watch this game and they hear the salaries, it's not going to talk based off of what somebody else is making. Right. Um, but yeah, I think if you gave him a – Three-year contract extension at 16 a year, and you guarantee 34. So basically the first two years are guaranteed. I I could see some real interest there. Yeah. But that's what and, you, and, and that's that's what you still, have to do. You have I'd to, argue that's still a lot of value. You come a little quicker than you come a little earlier when, than when it's going to end, and you offer them a little more than what they're going to make. And I think those players will jump on that. But the problem is, so many times, people don't do that. This team has a history of not doing it. Yeah, They've been better of late, 
Allen with Allen and McLaurin. Um, <clears throat> do you care? I guess B. For the first time in his career, Curl missed some time this past year. No. The reason I don't care is because you know, at some point of your career, not not many people have uh, careers where they don't miss any time. Right. And at he missed some five point, games too. At some point, you're gonna miss some time. This, that, and the other. But see, this is this is where I'm at in this day and age. Players miss time. It's not always the players' fault that they miss a lot of time. A lot of times, coaches and 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 front offices go overboard trying to overprotect, and then later on, they want to use that "oh, you missed time" against the player when the player probably is telling them. Damn it, I wanted to play. You didn't let me play. See what I'm saying? Right. So I, I just think that right now I, it's kind of hard for me to to really be concerned about it when a lot of guys today, they just don't, you know. The, the player want to get on the field, man. I think getting a curl extension done right now, considering the safety market, I I love Cam. I wouldn't put him in the same class as Minka Fitzpatrick, right? Would you? No, I just probably how much how much time Minka has Minka Fitzpatrick missed time too? I I don't know, but I mean he's just he's further into his career. Cam is what third fourth year. Cam's going into his fourth season, and Minka's going into what year fourth or fifth? I think Minka was drafted twenty eighteen. Cam was drafted twenty twenty. So Curl turns twenty four first weekend of March. He's still a young guy. Um, Minka, damn, is only 26. He just turned 26 last November and has been in the league five seasons. Mm-hmm. So that probably means he came out when he was 20. Uh, I mean, Minka's had, had six picks last year. He's just out of this world good. I think uh, I, I don't know what Curl and his agent, agent are looking for. But I think if you can get to, like, Harrison Smith with the Vikings, Justin Simmons with the Broncos, those are really good players. They're at, like, Smith is at 16. Mm-hmm. If you can get to 16-5, somewhere in there, understanding that the cap's going up, understanding all of this, but they're also paying you a, a year ahead of time, giving you some security. And I think a lot of this for these guys that know how physical the game is is about long-term financial security. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? definitely. And McLaurin signed a three-year extension. I do. Allen's was four, wasn't it? Yeah, it was four, 70-something. I think Allen signed a four-year extension. It was a $77 million deal and the average $18 million a year, so four years. Okay. And then – but. Terry's, I want to say, was three. Does that sound right to you? Three years, 70-something million it was, or 50. Right. The guarantees were 50-something. Yeah, and then there's a junk void year at the end that's fake. I I mean, the fact that the salary cap has to be so complicated that they throw these junk void years in late is just so stupid to me, but whatever. So I, I think if you're looking for Curl, you're talking about a three-year deal, make it 16 and a half. Guarantee the first two years. So you're guaranteeing what, 35, 33? 33. Mm-hmm. Who says no? Seventh rounder that's never really gotten paid all of a sudden 
All of a sudden it's that, but you know what? Every once in a while somebody gonna roll dice on themselves and then and some guys hit. Some guys don't, but a lot of them hit. PFT commenter joins us at eleven when we return. An early entrant for worst take of the year. Don't go anywhere. Brian? I have no comment. You have no comment on that? No. I, I just listen, bro. I don't understand people who likes to sit here and watch professional athletes do stuff and then don't want them to do it. A professional athlete can go out there and, and have a penny-tossing damn contest. They're going all out to try and win it. Terry caught a damn ball. He's entertaining fans. Shut the hell up. I mean, that's just the whole thing. Like, I don't want my star receiver. What do you want your star receiver doing, sitting at home doing nothing? You want to wrap him in, uh, in, uh, in some damn bubble wrap and don't have him do anything like we've been doing, and then when they get in the season they have problems? Let the people live their lives and do the things they want to do. Terry McLaurin is not doing anything to jeopardize himself, and he damn sure not doing anything that's going to sit up there that he doesn't want to do, like somebody telling him to go do it. He's competing, and when you are a professional, you compete all the damn time. A lot of people don't understand it, but once you have that life and live that life, you're not trying to be number two at nothing. You might end up there, but you're trying to be number one. I don't disagree with anything you said, Brian. I would also add, it's a father ducking water balloon. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about here? Jeffrey, your reaction to possible early entrant for take of the year. Let me read it again, just so, just so it doesn't cool off. Ike Dog says, sorry, JP, I don't want my star receiver diving for a balloon. Send him home. One, he didn't dive. He, like, kind of he, knelt. Yeah, I was going to say, he took a knee. Now, if you get hurt from stretching, that's just unfortunate. You you could do that just getting out of bed. Is he not allowed to cross the street? He, yeah, I don't, I don't know what. You know. He didn't, like, jump off. He didn't volcano dive. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't swimming with great white sharks, which I've done. It, yeah. It's just. I, I don't get it. I think some of the fans that, like, watch these sports teams, they act like they just the world most renowned doctors, physical trainers, GMs. Man, that man not going to get hurt catching no water balloon. That's a wacky one, man. Landini, as the, the chief BS officer of the program. Nobody cuts the S like like our guy Jim Andrew Mullins the 10th. Um what do you make of Ike Dog's take? Uh it's a wild take. I would say of all the things that Terry McLaurin could possibly be doing in his free time, catching water balloons is probably one of the lower risk I think Ike, activities. Ike, Ike is probably a chess mindset discussing a football player. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Chess, you just sit there and do nothing, basically. Move and think. Terry is an athlete, a, a football player. They do all-out things, and he didn't even go all-out right there. If he don't want him to catch a water balloon, do he want him to practice? <laughs> do he want him to go through camp? <laughs> what about just, like, working out? That's got to be higher risk than catching water balloons. Like, Terry McLaurin is probably already doing it. I know he usually takes, like, two or three weeks off and then gets to, like, serious workouts. Mm. Serious workouts are probably more dangerous than catching a water balloon, right? Pete? I would say, man. Yeah, I just I, look, man. 
You know what, man? I think I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to do a Friday bleep you on us for giving that that crap any uh, <laughs> giving him any damn time. Take of the year. We should have just went past that fool and kept moving. Uh, Jeff, did you watch all the Pro Bowl stuff last night? Yes, I did. Was it? I, I know we're gonna talk about it later, but was it exciting? Uh, well, <laughs> no. no we, it, it, before you answer that, because I want to talk, about, I want to talk about it later, like more in depth. Because our guy Tressway was out there. There's a lot happening. Um, not, I, I would love to see that aspect. The longest drive. I think they showed that last night. I, yeah, I, they I, did. Because I, 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 Tress was involved. I can see. I don't think the other two would have been can involved. Can anyone answer my question? Yes. No, that, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, the question that's forthcoming. Um, was last night the Pro Bowl, or is there another Pro Bowl coming this weekend? So it's two days. Last night featured uh, the dodgeball game. Longest drive. The lightning round, the longest drive, and the precision passing presented by Madden uh, and the best catch. That was the first round. Um, on Sunday, you have the best catch, the finale, the gridiron gauntlet, kick tactoe, and move the chains. And then it's a seven-on-seven flag football game. Okay. See, I would think- much rather him dive – Dive or kneel or stretch for a, a damn water balloon than playing in the flag football game. For sure. Because I saw someone in one point, remember the beach volleyball little deal they Somebody, were doing? Who was, it was and a Patriots player that ripped a, up his Achilles. Quarterback, I mean running back. Yeah. He messed up his, was it Achilles or his knee? I want to say it was. I, I, well, whatever. It, it, he didn't play. He didn't, have, he didn't play, have a great career because of it. I'd much rather him catch a, catch a damn balloon. What you do? You get wet if you if you pop it. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, dude. Maybe Terry's allergic to water. I doubt it. Deron Payne, it, it popped on Deron. Nobody's worried about that. Nope. PFT comment. You know who's usually pretty good at takes? PFT commenter. We're gonna share Ike Dog's take with PFT. Talk a little OC search, and if anybody has missed the. Incredibly stupid non-troversy that PFT created by telling a few jokes and tweeting them out. Buckle up, because this thing is as dumb and funny as it gets. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Be Mitchell Finley. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.